Hello, and welcome to the Sleeping It Real podcast. I am your host, Seth Davis. I am a professional sleep coach who works with adults to improve their sleep. And during this podcast, we cover topics that are related to sleep and wellness and everything in between. So I want to, first of all, note that this is the um, last episode in season one of the podcast. So I want to thank you for sticking with me as I've navigated the first leg of my podcasting journey. Um, you know, this whole time I'm learning about the right things to do, the wrong things to do. I'm interviewing uh, really fascinating guests and sharing some of my favorite sleep coaching thoughts with you. So the whole journey so far has been great. And, you know, our goal is to make it even bigger and better from here. So next season, we'll be lining up some really great guests, um, be sharing some thought provoking content with you that's going to help you sleep better and also feel better during your days. So we have big things in store, and I hope that you'll uh, be there for the for the next part of the ride. Um, so today, we're going to be focusing on the topic of why investing into your sleep and improving your sleep is really one of the most important things that you can do, and why the return on investment for for improving your sleep is so great. Now, the company that I own is called Sleepably, and we work with adults and children to help them improve their sleep. And the motto of our company is invest in the rest of your life. And I'll do air quotes for rest because we want to emphasize that word because it can mean a couple of things. It can mean, you know, we're helping you to invest in improving your rest so that you can, you know, sleep better, feel better during your days. But also because when you're sleeping better, it improves pretty much all areas of your life. And we're going to talk more about that today. So um, that is the focus of today's talk. So when a lot of people come to me, they have reasons for why they want to sleep better. And it varies from person to person. So one person might say, I really want to sleep better because I want to perform better at work. I have this promotion that I'm eyeing, so I need to be sharp and I need to be productive. And I want to make sure that when I walk into the office, I am not, you know, dragging, I'm not tired, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not unmotivated. And, uh, you know, I just really want to be at the top of my game. So I hear that quite often. I have people who have come to me who they are cyclists or they're athletes and they really want to make sure that they're sleeping well because not only does it help with their energy and their performance and they, they, they've noticed that when they sleep well that they perform better in all different metrics of whatever their sport is, um, but also because it helps them to recover. So, you know, if you're a cyclist, you're going on a long ride and you want to make sure that you can recover well so that your your body is more physically restored and so that you're able to come back stronger for the next ride, then, you know, sleep is, is one of the most important things that you can do because as you're sleeping, your body's repairing itself, it's restoring itself and helping you to recover from that ride. Um, and I've even had just normal, I guess, which you have normal everyday people, you know, stay at home moms or working dads, business owners. Um, and they want to make sure that they're sleeping well because they want to be present with their family and friends. They don't, they want to be in a good mood. They want to you know, be able to focus and have energy to, to uh, play and interact with kids. And so, you know, it's, it's as simple as just wanting to be a better version of themselves and to be present for who they're with. So everybody has different motivations for wanting to sleep. Again, some people it's pain relief. They, you know, they might have fibromyalgia or something. So when they sleep better, they feel less pain and they feel more recovered. When they sleep worse, they feel more pain. So whatever it is, you're a better version of yourself when you're sleeping better. 
And so, you know, when I, when I start working with a lot of people, we uncover that why. Why do you want to sleep better? You know, you know what, what does better sleep mean for you? How is that going to help you during your days? Um, how is that going to benefit you? Because that's always something we can use as a motivator. You know, remember why, keep your why in mind, and let's use that as a motivator. Here's where you're at now. We're going to get you to a better place so that you can experience that why. You can be a better version of yourself. And based on my own personal experience, I was a journalist. So I actually started out as a journalist out of college. I was working for a newspaper and had to, you know, daily dead deadlines to write articles and design the actual newspaper. And uh, during that time, I was going through rough sleep. So, you know, I would have trouble falling asleep or I'd wake up in the middle of the night and have trouble going back to sleep. And so many of my days at the newspaper were spent feeling tired, feeling unmotivated, and I remember sitting there in front of the computer, just feeling like I did not want to be there. And I have this, I have this article that I want to write, that I need to write, but I don't, you know, my brain feels kind of foggy. Um, you know, I feel like I keep getting distracted easily. My mood's not great right now. I have a little bit of a headache and all those things were tied to not sleeping well. And so for me, I remember just wishing that I could be a better version of myself, that I could be more present, I could be more focused, I could be more productive, and that I didn't just dread getting out of bed in the morning, that you know, I'd, I'd get out of bed in the morning and already be thinking about how I can't wait to get back into bed that night and try again to sleep. So uh, it was affecting me during my days, and you know, that's just one example of how it was affecting me, but I, I, you know, I specifically remember being in that place where I just knew that if I can sleep better and if I can kind of re reduce some of the stress and anxiety related to sleep, then I feel like I'll be in a much better place. So I have that vision of where I wanted to go, but I didn't know how to get there. So we've talked about you know some of my clients' whys, why they want to improve their sleep, why it's important for them to improve their sleep, and why it's a great investment for them to improve their sleep. Um, I've talked about myself, my own experience, why uh, you know working to improve my sleep was a major life change for me that's paid dividends ever since. I've improved it, but let's turn the focus to you. So hopefully you sleep well, but if you don't, what does it mean to you to sleep better? What would it mean to you to, to sleep through the night, to wake up in the morning feeling not very groggy, to have energy that lasts throughout the day? And what would you do with that? What, what could you improve in your, in your work or your personal life? the things that you enjoy doing during the days, whether it's sports or uh, hobbies or whatever that is, um, volunteering, uh, being with your kids, with your family. So what, what is it that better sleep would do for you? Um, and, and you'll kind of use that as motivation to think about how can you start to improve your sleep? That's obviously a series of open-ended questions that you can think about and decide what you want to do with them in your personal life. But as a sleep coach, obviously, I encourage you to think about ways that you can improve your sleep so that you can experience those benefits of sleeping better. So that's very uh, a way to kind of personalize it to you. And then we can talk about more generalized benefits of sleep. Uh, you may have heard some of these, but I'll reemphasize them just to um, just to emphasize their importance. So to start out with physical health, you know, when you are sleeping well, uh, your body tends to repair itself better and regenerate. Um, your body produces cytokines, which is a type of protein that helps to helps the immune system to fight off infection and inflammation. So you can fight off, uh, you know, colds and flus and everything else that's swirling around these days. 
um, and you can have a stronger immune system, which is always helpful. You can have stronger cardiovascular health. These days, uh, strokes and heart attacks and hypertension and things like that are very, you know, they're very prevalent, very widespread. But when you get enough sleep, our body is able to reduce the inflammation, lower stress hormones, and really have a stronger, healthier cardiovascular system. So they've shown that when you're getting enough sleep, you're less likely to have heart attacks. You're less likely to have heart disease and strokes and, and high blood pressure. So um, sleep is one way that you can protect yourself and make sure that you are heart healthy and that you're doing well in that area. Uh, another thing that you might not know or may know is that sleep is is related to weight gain. So weight gain is something that's also very prevalent these days. The chances of being obese are very high these days. Um, and, and sleep can directly counteract that. If it helps, you can think of sleep as your body's mechanic. So your body is the car, it's driving around, you might go over some potholes and uh, you know, you're really pushing it to limits, possibly. And uh, each night, your body, you know, pulls your car, pulls into the garage, the mechanics come out, they start changing the tires, they start tuning up the engine, they start fixing all the little, you know, dents and little things that, that happen during the day. And by the time you pull out of the garage the next morning, you're more, uh, you're more ready to go. You know, you're ready to get back out there on the roads and and uh, tear it up out there. So, you know, we wanna make sure that each night you are getting that restoration, those mechanics are coming to work on you, and your car is, you know, not getting worn down and worn down to the point where, uh, you know, you can't really trade in your car because we don't have that technology these days. So we just wanna make sure that you are, are keeping your car well-serviced by getting enough sleep. That's, you know, that's, that's a good metaphor for you. And while we're talking about metaphors, um, so when it comes to mental health and emotional health, sleep has also been referred to as your nighttime therapist. So, you know, picture yourself during the night, you're lying down on the therapist's couch, you are processing the emotions and the experiences that happened that day. You are storing memories of things that happened that day and just kind of working through all of those experiences that you had. And when your nighttime therapist is working for you, when you're able to have that release and be able to work through things, then you tend to, um, you know, you can have a better mood, you can be less predisposed to depression and anxiety, other mental health conditions, and you're just getting that, that mental work done each night. When you are not getting, uh, you know, adequate sleep, then you are more prone to some of those mood disorders. You might be more likely to have poor concentration, um, impaired judgment, you know, trouble remembering things. Uh, it might be harder for you to learn things and recall things from your memory and to, to solve problems and even just to, to process new information and, uh, and memories as you're taking them in. So, you know, just in general, uh, you, you know, having that nighttime therapist is going to help you stay in a better place, which is helpful for, you know, when your your relationships at work, your personal relationships, how you react to certain situations when they happen in life. So, you know, we all have stressful situations and how do you react to those? And that is largely determined by how well you're sleeping, how much rest you're getting. So, um, you know, I just want to make sure to point out again that mental health and sleep are very intimately tied together. Now, I could go on and on about all the different ways that sleep um, that sleep can affect you and, and impact you in a positive way, but we don't have hours and hours and hours. There's new studies coming out all the time showing the benefits of sleep and why it's important to focus on improving our sleep. Um, but 
really the point is, is that you are a better person when you are well rested. Your body is healthier when you're sleeping better. Your mind works better and is in a better place when you're sleeping better. Uh, so, you know, when we tie all that together, why would you not want to sleep better is my point. So now that we've established that, the question might be, so how do we sleep better? How do we invest in our sleep? And for you, that could be many different things. For As a sleep coach, I will sit down with somebody, I kind of explore their life and their habits and their routines and stresses and everything else related to their sleep so that we can develop a personalized plan to help you reach the point where you are sleeping better. So that's what I do, but there are many other different ways that we can work on your sleep. For example, perhaps your bed is uncomfortable, your mattress is too firm, it's too soft, your bedding keeps you too warm or too cold, um, your, your sheets don't fit correctly on your bed, uh, the, the lights are too bright in your room or not bright enough, whatever it is, um, you know, the, working on that can make you more comfortable and you know, improve the conditions for sleep, which is always useful for actually sleeping at night. So that's one way to invest in your sleep. Another thing could be perhaps you are not getting enough exercise in your, in your weeks. So you're kind of um, inactive, which can affect the quality of your sleep. It can affect your stress levels and uh, many other things. So if that is something that's standing in the way of your sleep, then you can start to gradually invest in your sleep, invest in yourself by adding more exercise into your, your daily and weekly routines. Perhaps your nutrition is not as strong as it could be. And so you have some bad habits when, you're come to, when it comes to food. Perhaps it's, you know, your caffeine or fatty foods or sugary foods. And those things could be potentially be affecting the quality of your sleep. So maybe it's investing in yourself by working with a nutritionist to figure out what exactly you can improve about your nutrition and then have a structured way to go about it. Or if you're a do-it-yourself type person, maybe it's learning about that on your own through books and um, reputable websites and really figuring out how you can improve your nutrition so that can start to gradually affect and improve your sleep. Maybe there's something going on in your life. Maybe it's trauma or PTSD or severe generalized anxiety or depression or something like that. All of those things can affect sleep and many people leave those things untreated. They try to just, you know, get by day to day without really um, working on those things but they're an obstacle to your sleep, they're an obstacle to your happiness and your well-being. So maybe investing in your sleep uh, in a roundabout way is investing in therapy or having somebody there to work through those issues with you so that you can gradually start to reduce them, not let them affect you as much, and then when it's time to climb into bed at night, you're not carrying those issues into bed with you or you have tools to improve them. So perhaps that's another way to invest in your sleep. So it really comes down to have either having a self-awareness of what things could potentially be affecting your sleep or working with somebody to identify those things and then have a structured path and the right people to guide you through that. Um, so, you know, it could be products like the bedding. It could be working with somebody in specific areas, but whatever it is, you know, why wait for that? Why, why wait for years or months or however long to, you know, get that uh, identified, diagnosed, treated, whatever it is, to make changes in your sleep environment, your habits, or whatever it is that's going to affect your sleep. Why let yourself suffer through poor sleep and unhappiness and unsatisfaction with your days and whatever else it is, um, instead of getting to that right now and taking steps to improve it 
and investing in your sleep so that you can improve the rest of your life, invest in the rest of your life. So that's my encouragement for you. You know, we've talked about the why, we've talked about the how, and now the only thing left is to do something about it. If there's something in your life that needs to be done, if you're unsatisfied with your sleep, you'd like to make some healthy changes, then let's get started with that. So if you'd like some help from me, you can always reach out at seth at sleepably.com. You can go to sleepably.com and you can schedule a free discovery call where we'll talk about this and uh, give you some options. Or like I said, if you're a do-it-yourself type person, then at least start looking into it and start seeing if you can identify things, areas for change, and then actually taking steps toward that. So with that, that's your homework assignment if, if it applies to you. Uh, thank you again for being with me through season one of Sleeping It Real. We're going to be back. We're going to be back bigger and better than ever. Uh, we're going to keep it going with this journey. So I appreciate you and I hope that you have restful nights until we meet again.